In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 28, we read, And the destruction of the transgressors and of the sinners shall be together, and they that forsake the Lord shall be consumed. The Lord is the word. They that forsake the word from God will be consumed. The churches of the apostasy of today have cast aside several scriptures to set up other doctrines to please people in their congregation and to please people of this world who do not want to do what the Bible says. These churches made the truth a lie and caused their congregations to believe in a lie. These are the churches of the end-time apostasy. For example, concerning divorce and remarriage, Jesus said, Matthew 5, 32, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. If a man divorces his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, she goes out and remarries and she commits adultery. We had a man in our church group who filed papers to divorce his wife. When I heard about it, I called him and I asked him, I said, was your wife unfaithful to you? He got very quiet, and then he answered, no. And I said, well, the only scriptural reason that allows you to divorce a wife is if she's been unfaithful. I told him to read Matthew 5.32. Apparently he did. And he withdrew the divorce papers from the U.S. courts. Matthew 5.32, Jesus says that whosoever shall put away his wife, divorce his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. See, she's already committed adultery if she has been unfaithful. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. I don't know of any church that teaches that. I've never heard it taught in a church. That the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. That if the divorced woman remarries, she commits adultery. I've never heard these things taught in any church in 45 years. They cast away 
scriptures that would offend people. And they caused the people to believe a lie instead of being led by the doctrine of Christ of the New Testament. These churches that do that are churches of the end-time apostasy. And technically, the end-time began with the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. John tells us that in 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. John says to the church in verse 18, Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know it is the last time. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Now back to the scriptures Jesus spoke in the New Testament concerning divorce and remarriage. Mark chapter 10, verses 11 and 12. And he, Jesus, saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another, committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. In 1 Corinthians 7, verses 10 and 11, the Apostle Paul said this is a commandment of the Lord for the New Testament church. And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. Verse 39 of 1 Corinthians 7. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth, but if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord. One thing I've heard them say at church is we don't go by the law anymore. We don't go by the law of Moses anymore, but we go by the law of the New Testament church. The Apostle Paul was writing these scriptures under the authority of God for the New Testament church. Romans chapter 7 verses 2 and 3 For the woman which hath a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But and if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no longer 
an adulteress, though she be married to another man. In these churches of the Antichrist today, they remove truth and set up lies. And the people love it, for they can do what they want to do and think themselves to be approved by God. In the end time, the plagues of God will fall, and they will end up destroyed by God in his wrath. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 8 Their land also is full of idols. They worship the works of their own hands, that which their own fingers have made. Isaiah 2, 10 through 12. Enter into the rock and hide thee in the dust for fear of the Lord, the word, and for the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. The Lord alone, the word alone, shall be exalted in that day, for the word is Jesus. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and upon every one that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low in the day of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 2, verses 19 through 21. And they shall go into the holes of the rocks and into the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. Verse 20. In that day a man shall cast his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which they made each one for himself to worship, to the moles and to the bats. The prophet Ezekiel said the same thing in Ezekiel chapter 7. In the day of the Lord, prophet Ezekiel says, This will happen. Ezekiel 7 verse 19 They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. Back to Isaiah chapter 2, verses 19 through 21. And they shall go into the holes of the rocks, and into the caves of the earth, 
for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty. When he ariseth to shake terribly the earth, at the end time, God will move the earth in the solar system. I mean, it's set in the solar system perfectly right now, but at the end, he will move the earth. When he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. Verse 20, In that day a man shall cast his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which they made each one for himself to worship, to the moles and to the bats, to go into the cleft of the rocks and into the top of the ragged rocks for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. Twice in this section of scripture, Isaiah spoke of the time when God arises to shake terribly the earth. Isaiah 2.22 Cease ye from man, whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? Isaiah chapter 3 verse 9 The show of their countenance doth witness against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. They flaunt their sins before us all the time on television, even in person, even by the clothing that they choose to wear out in public. And they, they're thinking, no harm can come to me. We are free to do what we want to do today. We even do it with the approval of our church. No one can stop us now. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Paul tells us what it will be like in the end. This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy, without natural affection, homosexual lesbians, also without natural affection, women who choose to kill their unborn babies through abortion. That's unnatural. If you uh, were to approach a bear who has babies, that bear would be ferocious to protect her babies. That's what's natural. To abort and kill your unborn child is an unnatural action. 
and they will be rampant in the end times. So will homosexuals and lesbians. In Romans chapter 1, verse 26, we read the following about homosexuals and lesbians. Here is what the Bible says. Start at verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. That is Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, concerning what God says about homosexuals and lesbians. Back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through Paul says it will be perilous times in the last days. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, fierce. We have so many examples in the United States of individuals being fierce, taking guns and killing people who are assembled at places. Fierceness on subways in New York City where an individual takes a knife and kills people. And then the, everybody's saying, why? Why is this happening? The newscasters, why? The Bible says it's happening because there will be perilous times in the last days. Men will be lovers of their own self. They will be uncontrollable. They will be fierce. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors. Heady, high-minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, they might attend church, but denying the power thereof, not doing the scriptures. Paul tells us, from such, turn away. Just depart from them. Don't keep company with them. Isaiah chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. God says, What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? 
Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard, says God. I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. And I will lay it waste, that it be not pruned nor digged, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no more upon it. Jesus will destroy the apostate churches when he returns to gather the elect of God who are righteous. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 8 through 12 talks about Jesus destroying the apostate churches. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 16. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment, and God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I just shudder when I hear people say, you were right to do this. You were right to divorce your wife. You were right to do this. I shudder when I hear that. Isaiah five twenty four. Because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. God showed the Old Testament prophets that which was going to come at the end of this world. I will be printing many of these things that God showed the Old Testament prophets, for they will come to pass. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.